Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing on a Friday. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, laughing, smiling, having some fun as always, but particularly on a Friday. We're just living our best life on a Friday. We are just living our best life here on a Friday. Part of our best life Always on our last show before game days, and sometimes on a game day, the Steelers mm-hmm. play on a Monday or a Thursday, occasionally, uh, particularly at home. You know, we didn't have any weekday home games this year. I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Because we're going to be saying, oh, man, we need a Monday or a Thursday, and it would hit us with a Wednesday. It's a good point. Or a Tuesday. Now, selfishly, right? I mean, we did, you know, Thursday night, we had the Thursday night in Cleveland, we had the Monday night in Indy. Yeah. Like, one of those at home might have been all right. Wouldn't it hurt? Selfishly, right? Can I get on my soapbox for 20, sec- 20 seconds here? I mean, those weekday games when you travel, it's tough. It's a tough turnaround. <laughs> it's a tough turnaround, man. Hey, see, for me, selfishly, I was over here like... But I it lo- works for you. I love the fact that they were on the road for prime time. Because then I didn't have to go down. You could do anything. I could just stay in the house and fight all the, hey, the weekday hey, traffic. It was, it was beautiful. And, yeah, it was beautiful. Yes, I will say though the worst the worst for the travel this year uh, was the Sunday night Miami game. Yeah, because it was five a.m. before I got home, Ooh. and then I was back here at nine Ooh. o'clock for work. So. But hey, on a, on a, on a positive note though, we do get a home prime time. Next weekend. I will say this. Next weekend. I will say this. You get what you want right there. I am very glad Uh that I don't have to get on a plane in Vegas at Uh like 1 a.m. on Christmas to fly home. Okay. Yes. For that, I am thankful and grateful. We'll we'll take that. I will will take that. I will take being home on Christmas Eve for sure. Mm -hmm. It is Mm -hmm. the Steelers and the Panthers this Sunday, 1 p.m. I'm drawing a blank. What's, What's there? Bank, Bank of America Stadium, right? Yes, Bank correct. of America Stadium. Uh, there yeah, in, which was, I was, what's the pause? What was that? In, in beautiful Charlotte. You made me nervous. 
I, I knew I knew the stadium name. Yeah, it don't make me nervous. Like but that. I just had a I just had a, a little little brain fart there. For don't a you make me nervous. Like when I called PJ Walker PJ Tucker there in the first segment. Bruh. I appreciate you for not calling me on that one. Yes. Point guard. Point guard. Quarterback. <laughs> you know guy. how you know how you know how I do these things. If yeah. you've been listening to the show it's over the, the years, right there. that's a staple of Wesley Euler. Are we good, man? Calling one athlete by another athlete's name. Man, listen, I'm still trying to watch Travis Kelsey snap the ball in Philly because of you, okay? Marcus Peters and yeah, Jason Peters. Yeah. Every time I'm like, um, uh, all right, we just going to roll with it. <laughs> I know who you're referring to, and that's all that matters. As long as we know that's all that matters. I do appreciate you. You know, The next time I do that, just, just hold on a second there. I'm just going to. Hold on I, now, know, player. I know what you're talking about, so I'm just gonna roll with you. I appreciate you. I'm with you, man. That's why. That's why you're the best co-host in the Come business. Come on, man. Whose car are we taking, baby? We ain't gotta make it. Whose car? We ain't overcomplicating this thing. We just gonna roll with it. Well, one of the things that we don't overcomplicate, and I think because of that, it's become one of the things we do best here on the show. It's quite simple. Sunday at one o'clock at Uh-oh. Bank of America Stadium Talk in beautiful Charlotte, what North up? Carolina, when the Steelers and the Panthers do battle, what are the five matchups that'll determine the outcome? On Sunday, whoever wins more of these matchups is going to have the best chance to come out on top. These are the key matchups to keep an eye on. It's a little thing we call Five Star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five star matchups. Five star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. Professor, Five Star Friday. Matchup number one. Well, we would have to start up front in the trenches. Oh, yeah. More importantly, though, Dan Moore versus Brian Burns. Now, we know Dan Moore. Um, when we look at him, he's one of our uh, our offensive linemen who have obviously been improving, but at the same time, we would still like him to continue to grow and continue to take steps in these directions, and rightfully so. But at the same time, he is going to have a really, really tough Potentially tough matchup by the name of Brian Burns. No doubt. Brian Burns, man, a high pedigree pick, uh, 10 and a half sacks, has been a very productive and prolific pass rusher since coming into the NFL. And it's going to be just, like I said, a really good matchup, really good test for Dan, man, because, like I said, man, Brian is one of those guys that they believe in. Um, When the Carolina Panthers were going through their fire sale and they had obviously moved on from McCaffrey, trading him for picks, they were also looking and people were asking for a guy like Brian Burns. But that was one of the ones that they said, no, he's off limits. We love him. (laughs) And rightfully so. And I like the fact that he plays in Jordan Cleese, too. I just think it just adds to his swag. All right? Agreed. But either way, this is one of those ones where Dan is going to have to be on his P's and Q's because these two teams are good enough and close enough that turnovers and splash plays really are going to have an impact. It's going to be weighted a little bit differently this week because of how tight these two teams are. So for Dan, man, you have to not allow Brian to have that. Can't allow him to create any type of strip sack scenarios. I know that's a tall ass to ask for four quarters because it's not a lot of people that are blocking Brian Burns for four quarters like that. And I don't think that Matt Canada is going to have you out there by yourself one-on-one for four quarters either. But you're going to be asked to protect one-on-one at times. Sure. Those are the ones you have to be good on. Those are the ones you have to at least make it competitive and win. And you're capable of doing of doing that. I'm not going to sit here and act like Brian Burns is just like the most perfect pass rush. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but at the same time, Dan has to just be locked in on this one. But that's definitely the one I had to set the tone with because it has very, very big uh, significance this week. No, it certainly does. Um, no matter who the quarterback is, right? Mm-hmm. You got to keep Brian Burns out of the backfield, you know, in the same way that they're 
talking about Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt, right? I mean, he's he's that type of player. He can he can hurt you. He's had a few big games this season. He's consistent. He's been one of those double digit pass rusher guys. Um I think maybe probably one of the more underrated edge rushers I would agree. In, in the league, honestly. He plays in Carolina. Correct. And that's why a lot of people don't know him like that, but Let's not get to know him like that on Sunday afternoon. I would agree. I would agree. You <laughs> cut this tape on, the productivity is there. The numbers are there. He he can get after it. Yeah. And he's a one-on-one win pass rush guy. That's the other part. Like, they don't have a lot of that down there. But he is that guy down there. They can do that. Yes, he is. Let's not let him be any type of game wrecker at Bank of America Stadium when that ball gets in the air at 1 p.m. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. Well, now I would like to have a little bit of fun with this thing. And let's talk about these wide receivers, man, because they have a very, very good-on-good matchup. Okay. George Pickens, Deontay Johnson versus J.C. Horn and C.J. Henderson, ladies and gentlemen. This 2v2 is worth the price of admission. This is two offensive guys that are very young, very talented, and we know what they can do when they're both on their A game. Got big play capabilities. We saw them both putting up that last week. You got run out the catch abilities. You got highlight reel capabilities. We've seen both of these dudes do that at various points in times this season. But then you also got J.C. Horn, who I happen to be very dog. fond of. Dog. With a capital dog. Dog with <laughs> a capital dog. Okay. Then you got C.J. Henderson, another one of them boys. High pedigree guy. The perfect running mate to a J.C. Horn. And when I think of both of them, man, they both play the ball. That's what makes those type of guys different. Yes, they have the athletic ability. J.C. Horn is the better of the two. But the ball skills, that's that's the difference at this level, man. You watch those guys, they are very comfortable when that ball's in the air. They are very comfortable trusting their eyes, and they do not hesitate to take a chance. Last week, between the two of them, they realistically should have had three. That was just one of them things, you know, where – you can see the talent. You can see why those are two pieces that they're going to try to build around going yeah, forward. When you no talk doubt. about Brian Burns, J.C. Horn, and C.J. Henderson, those are three young core pieces that they have. Derek Brown, another core piece. So this is the one, though, where it's going to be good on good. And I do feel like we're going to have wins. George Pickens and Deontay are going to be able to get open versus these two guys. The thing that is going to make it a little bit more unique is the quarterback play okay. because – like I said, with those two guys there, you might have a step on them, but they're not always reading the man. Hmm. They're reading the ball. They're seeing where that quarterback is throwing it. So it is kind of twofold here. So it partly, Pickens and Deontay, y'all got to cook. But the other part, you got to make that quarterback right if he's putting that ball out there to you because these are the type of guys where you could throw at them ten times. You might catch it eight times, but if they got two picks, that kills you. Right. And right. that's what we can't have, but that's what, especially J.C., that's what he's capable of. You're going to see some catches on him, and you might feel good about it for a little bit, but it's one of those ones, the more you play with it. He just needs one opportunity. He's going to get one. Yeah. So proceed with caution, man. But at the same time, like I said, I expect George Pickens and Deontay to have success in this matchup, baby. So let's get it. One of the better corner tandems in the, in the league, mm-hmm. certainly. And I like how, you know, the underlying theme of your first two matchups there feels like mm-hmm. limiting turnovers, mm-hmm. limiting the potential for turnovers on offense. Something You're that we know up what I'm putting down. Something that we know has had a very direct correlation to the Steelers' wins and losses record 
this season. Five Star Friday, matchup number three. Well, for this third matchup, this is where we start to get it even more favorable for us, right? Okay. Because we talked about that first matchup. It was like, man, damn, more Brian Burns can be real challenging, but we got to get after it. We said George Pickens and Deontay versus JC and CJ. It was like, oh, all right, man. It's good on good right mm-hmm. here. But, you know, mm-hmm. we got we to gotta make sure we win enough of them. This is where we have to take advantage. We got to cut our teeth here is what you're telling me? Pat Fryer move, man. He's going to have a very favorable matchup when the Carolina Panthers are in their base defense. Because when they do that, a guy by the name of Frankie Louvu, number 49, their Sam linebacker, has to go there. He has to travel with him. And the problem is they play a ton of cover one and cover three. Cover three, we're not tripping on. That's his own defense. Pat, especially after the bye week, has shown just a high level of just eating up zone defenses. Um, the Atlanta Falcons game, a lot of his productivity in that were based off of zone defenses. Even the long run that he had after catch it was in a zone. He just survived, you know, the the hit and then stayed up. But a lot of his productivity versus cover three, or a lot of his productivity at times has come against cover three specifically because hmm. he has just he's, his ability to read it, sit down, work away from leverage. It's, it's just really good. But when they run cover one, like I said, because one and three look very similar, so it's a lot easier to dress it up and disguise it pre-snap. Problem is, they're going to be isolated on that matchup where you have Frankie Louvu, good player against the run. It's going to struggle against the pass in terms of keeping up with Pat Frymouth. I personally don't think they have a linebacker that can guard Pat Frymouth, but that's some of the nastiness about what they run defensively. Kind of like when you talk uh, us defense and we say, hey, if you want to get a mismatch, Put a wide receiver where the tight end is supposed to be against the Steelers. You can get him on a linebacker. Hey, put 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 a wide receiver in the in the slot. You can get him on a nickel corner because we're not gonna flip flop those guys. Right. We got rules. They got rules. <laughs> their rules are their Sam their Sam linebacker when they're in base is gonna travel and walk down to wherever that okay. line, or wherever that tight end is, and that's gonna be his man. When they do that, we gotta win, and Pat should win that. Mm-hmm. So as long as we are protecting. When those opportunities come, because I do feel like when we take some of our shots, it will be out of our bigger body personnel groupings because it helps with protection. Sure. This is the matchup right here, man. So I'm definitely going to be excited to see that one as well. That might be one of those. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. You know, that feels like the a lot of times Steelers fans pull their hair out because they think that happens to us too often. Yep. Maybe it's our turn to maybe – uh take advantage of one of those mismatches in the middle I of the field. I truly do hope we do. Oh, truly, darling. I it truly would be do. It would be marvelous. Some might even call it bloody marvelous, darling. Bloody. Five-star Friday. Matchup numero cuatro. Man, well, let's have a little fun because I've talked a little bit protection, talked mm-hmm. a little bit about where we need to win on the perimeter, and mm-hmm. I talked about our favorable matchup. Well, now this is where we really talk about the man looking at the man in the mirror. I don't know who our starting quarterback will be, but Zach Gentry. All three of no Gentry. I mean, he's dope coming out of high school. Number two, he's uh, the emergency. He's the emergency QB. No, it makes you know he was the number two uh, yeah. quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah. Yeah, he went to Michigan. As a, he went to Absolutely. Michigan as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was Kyler Murray's yeah. year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. he was number two behind Kyler. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm with you on that, but it don't matter who it is, Gentry included, versus Sam Darnold, but more specifically. The turnover battle. Ooh. It doesn't matter who you put back there. They cannot lose the turnover battle to Sam Darnold. Hmm. I'm not even talking about our team fumbling the ball. I'm not even talking about that. I'm specifically talking about whoever is the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. Kenny 
Mitch, Mason, Gentry, whoever. You cannot have more turnovers nope. than Sam Darnold in this game. Can't do it. Period. So if he has zero, you have to have zero. Exactly. If he has one, you have to have zero. Exactly. If he has two, you, you should still drift. have zero. You catch my drift. <laughs> you cannot lose the turnover battle. It does not matter who is at quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have to win the turnover battle specifically with Sam Darnold. We win that. I love this. We lose that. It's going to make it a little bit more, or a lot more difficult. Hmm. That's the one, though. He'll turn it over. You watch him, the more opportunities he has when he's putting it in the air, he's just inconsistent. Highly talented, but inconsistent. And that's the NFL for you. Ton of players can make every throw. Ton of players can make every catch. Ton of players can make every run. Ton of players can do every pass rush. Ton of players can do every open field tackle. The problem is consistency. Everybody at the NFL level can do it. We all are talented. This is the 1%, right? Sure. Everybody is gifted like that. But the difference is, can you do it every single time? Week in and what week are the produ- What are the probability of you winning this one-on-one pass rush? Can you win a one-on-one pass rush 90% of the time? Not saying that you can't win a, one- a one-on-one pass rush. Man, I can circle every player in the league and be like, hey, man, he won this right here. Man, look at him win this right here. It's a great play right here. But it's just one play. Can you repeat that play 10 times in a row? That's the difference. Darnold's going to have some moments where it's like, man, he looks legit. But the consistency isn't going to be there. No. And when you talk about his accuracy, when you talk about his decision-making, at times it's really good. But it's not consistent enough. And that is why for us we cannot lose this turnover battle. Please, please. We're begging. Please. We're begging. It's just last week if you win that turnover battle. You see what I'm saying? Just yeah. Please. Yeah. We, we, we was over here freaking out, complaining, oh, my God, sky's falling. What's going on? It's like, yeah, we still score 26 if we're just winning the turnover battle. If we just don't turn the ball over. So, please, whoever is at quarterback, please. Please. That's all you got to do this week. Take care. Do not of that rock. turn the ball over. I want you to hold on to that football like Come a Christmas on, hand. Seriously. <clears throat> and finally, it's time. Five star Friday. Matchup number five. I like it right there. I thought it was at the UFC when you was like, it's time. I always I always thought I'd be Bruce Buffer in another life. That's all good. You could you start for Michael. Speaking of You wanna be Michael? Hmm, good. Cool. So don't doesn't one one of them does the intros for the Raiders games at home, right? Yeah, that's uh no, Bruce does the one whoever's the one for a UFC. Yeah. Okay. The UFC one. Yep. You think we could bring him on the road for Christmas Eve? He might come with him anyways. It's, unless it's a UFC fight that weekend. Ah, uh, good point. So UFC, I think the UFC pays him a lot more than the Raiders bringing him out there. I think you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, you know. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is kind of yeah. very intertwined with the yeah. ultimate fighting championships. I, I see all, all over the world. You know, he, oh yeah, he's, it's a good not, gig. he's not a traveling act with, with, with Vegas. He is not. No, he just does home you know? games for the Raiders. Yeah. But UFC, he goes yeah. on the road. He goes on the road for him. <laughs> he goes on the road for them. I've seen him anywhere, anytime. Big stadium, small stadium. Nobody in the stadium. He's there. That's all. <laughs> Who we got for matchup number five, Motsi? So for the fifth and final matchup, my good friend, I gotta talk about my favorites. 
my favorite young pastors right now, man. Alex Highsmith, baby. Because he's been cooking. He's officially a double-digit sack guy, man. I'm super proud of him. And this is going to be a homecoming game for him. Obviously, the young guy played at UNC Charlotte. Shout out to those 49ers down there, man. But he is going to have another match where he's going to get a chance to prove how good he is. Versus Akeem Ekwanu. That name sounds familiar. You know why it sounds familiar? Because we used to watch him and scout him as well. Oh, we were optimistic yeah. about we him as well. We spent weeks talking and about we were him. Like, man, maybe, maybe young Icky could come and play for us, you know, you know, and, and help our offensive line out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we get a chance to see young Icky, <laughs> Ikwanu. Ikwanu. And, and yes, he is a still a good player. Don't get it twisted. But at the same time, he does struggle with some of the speed. And when he is forced to play faster it makes his technique get a little bit loose and that is where he can struggle good against the run but like i said those are the areas in the past game where you can have some success more importantly uh what sparked this particular matchup west you would actually be happy one of your wu boys bruce irvin watching bruce on tape obviously bruce has been a really good player in this league doing it for a long time but bruce has been doing this for a long time he's no spring chicken And I personally feel like Alex Highsmith is a better athlete at this stage of their careers in terms of just the explosiveness. But you watch how Bruce was able to have Icky playing too fast. Worrying about Bruce's speed rush and Bruce is able to counter with power, long arms, and stuff like that. And I think of what Alex Highsmith specializes in speed, and then he's going to hit you with that inside spin move, right? We know these things. Man, very similar in terms of the thought process and very similar in terms of what they're trying to get accomplished. Sure. It's different in terms of the actual, like, move per se. Sure. But just seeing how Bruce was able to get uh, Icky playing a little bit faster than he would like, I think Alex Heisman's going to be able to do some similar things, and he's definitely their best offensive lineman. Let's let's definitely throw that out there. When he struggles, it makes their whole offensive line look really bad. Okay. The right tackle situation isn't the best, but obviously we will see what version of TJ shows up. If it's the TJ that we know, it should be a great day. <laughs> if it's the TJ from last week, it'll be competitive. So that's that. But that's why we are going to be looking Until at Alex Highsmith. Highsmith win this one, yeah. Absolutely, because if Highsmith can knock this one off, man, this is major. And I do feel like he's going to get that opportunity. Now, they're not going to throw a ton of passes. So he's not going to get a ton of these crazy opportunities. But when you do, you just got to make sure that you get your fair share in there, man. Because like I said, uh, Akeem is definitely a good player. I dig it. But Alex is definitely going to be able to have some success if he's on his A game as well. I love it. I love it. One more time, Arthur Motes, for those who might have missed it or just want to double-check their notes, the five matchups will determine the outcome of Steelers-Panthers Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yes, indeed. You had to start it out with Dan Moore protecting against Brian Burns. Then after that, we had to talk about the young 2v2 duo, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson versus J.C. Horn and C.J. Henderson. Then after that, I need my man Pat to take advantage of Frankie Louvu, number 49. They're Sam Linebacker. Then, whoever is the Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback come Sunday versus Sam Darnold. You cannot lose the turnover battle to him. Can't do it. Specifically him. I'm not talking about any other fluky stuff. I'm talking about him. You cannot lose that one. And then the fifth and final one, man, we got to have my man Alex Highsmith give him another one versus Akeem Ekwanu. 
it's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Got to get to our last break. When we come back on the other side, we'll sing some songs. We'll talk to Brian Bacco. Predictions, it's all on the table. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.